0: Up early with Annie and Ando this Tuesday morning. Now we are getting super excited to chat to our next guest. You'll know him as an Australian comedian, writer, broadcaster, presenter, got his own singer as well, got his own talk show called The Last Leg. And we're lucky to have him because the pandemic, he's now trapped in Australia. Back home. Back home. It is Adam Hills.
1: Good morning. Morning. I mean I can think of worse places to be trapped. <laughs> Is your garage comfy? <laughs> when we made the last leg, we made five episodes from my garage, which At first I thought it sounded really fun because they said, look, we'll have to film it at 7 o'clock morning on a Saturday because that's 10 o'clock at night in London. And I thought, well, that's fine. I can get up at half five. (laughs) And then they said, oh, no, we need to rehearse at 3 a.m. Oh, Oh. rough. So I was getting up at 2 in the morning going out, sitting in my carport. Now, there's a difference between a garage and a, and a carport. carport. One's got walls. The, difference is the carport is the open to the elements. Oh, it was yes. like four degrees trying to rehearse the last leg and keep my voice down so I didn't wake the neighbours oh, It's like when you knock the bin over at 3am in the morning and all the dogs in the neighbourhood were nuts. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you know what made it better? It was Just as the sun came up at 6.30, the birds started squawking and then I could raise my voice so I could kind of hide Under the sound
0: of birds birds. (laughs) It's quite poetic actually We were then getting tweets from people in England
1: Going sorry what is that bird Are you still filming at the moment Last leg or are you on break No so we, we were originally meant to do nine episodes They cut it back to five Yep so we did those. Uh, we were supposed to be in Tokyo for the Paralympics in a couple of weeks' time, but that's not happening. Of so, no, I'm uh, the next. The next episode won't be until October now. So I'm in Australia until October.
0: Nice wow. to have you home. And what are you working on at the moment? That's keeping you so busy. Well, I mean, homeschool <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the kids... The kids have just been given a 10-minute brain break so Daddy can come and have
0: a bit dad. of unsupervised iPad time or something like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's good. it's good for you kids to play with the dog for a bit.
0: Um, <laughs> also, I've
1: been, for a lot of years, I've been trying to pitch this idea of a kid's book to some publishers in London, and about a month ago, they finally got back to me and said, actually, yeah, yeah, we do like it. So now that I've got all this time on my hands, I'm trying to just carve out a bit of time in my day to be an author.
0: Wow, and you've already written a book yourself, so this is not—you're no stranger to the process of writing. And
1: I quite—I quite like the process of writing. Just the problem with this one is, I'm writing a book aimed at my daughter's age. Now she's ten. Yeah. And every whenever I write a chapter, I give her a chapter to read, and she's kind of got a bit bored with it. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Keep thinking of um, it's Harry Potter. Really or something.
0: harsh. I mean. It's good to get feedback but I I'm not sure that I need it quite this brutal oh, There's such a tough audience, kids. kids. They'll be they so honest. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean look, at least I know I'm on the right track because, you know, she'll tell me if it's if it's good or if it's not, but I mean, there is a brutal rejection to be had when it's your own...
0: <laughs> your own <laughs> flesh and blood rejection. <laughs> uh. Hey, Adam, 15 months, you, you grew your beard
1: waiting for the UK to actually leave the European Union. And it came off on it, on, live on television. And you put it on eBay, but I, I couldn't get a bid in. What happened? Okay, so this is the weird. This is like the best and the worst of human nature. So when when my beard came off, I grew it for fifteen months because I, I basically ran out of Brexit jokes. <laughs> I said I'm just going to grow it until Brexit happens. other We shaved it off live on air. I said I'd gone eBay and the highest bidder would win the beard and all the money would go to the Australian bushfires. Yeah. And immediately, okay, so a whole bunch of things happened. Firstly, uh, I think the highest bid was about, you know, £10,000 or something. And then eBay said, well, you're a first-time seller. You can't sell anything for that much. So they took it down.
0: Oh, it would have been better on (laughs) my account. At least I've sold speakers for five bucks before. (laughs) Maybe they would have committed it.
1: (laughs) £10,000. We we went back to eBay and we explained what was going on. They went, okay, sorry. So we put it back up, hmm. and then they said, uh, oh, actually, it turns out you can't sell body parts on eBay." Uh,
0: well, it's oh. not a body part, technically.
1: It's not. So, so then we went back to them, and we explained again, and we said, look, it's a charity, and it's just a bid, and they went, okay, fine. <laughs> and then it turned out, like, again, it went for about thousand pounds and then none of the people that bid were willing to pay.
0: Oh, what? no!
1: Everyone we contacted then went, oh, no, I – well, they didn't say I've changed my mind. They were like, oh, no, I don't have the money. I just spent it. Oh, no. And it was like, oh, "Oh,
0: my God, none of these people are real. Oh, that's a shame. I'm sure I should go in a museum, a Brexit museum eventually. (laughs) Next to Farlow. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's that mighty horse and that mighty beard. beard. (laughs) Oh. We'll put so, it in the Brexit museum. Have <laughs> you yes. still got it? Oh, it would be somewhere in the Channel 4 <laughs> drops department.
0: Oh. Oh, it's, it's pretty sick. Kids character puppet coming through. I, I think I speak on behalf of the people when I was wondering what the heck happened to Adam Hills' face <laughs> the, when the beard grew <laughs> and I was thinking oh, he's it's, it's done a Paul McDermott. He's unrecognisable now. But it's it's gone. Got so a
1: lot of attention. I, it did it, it's, it, Do you know what though? What I hoped would happen did happen it surprised it, it provided a really lovely distraction from brexit i think 48% of the british public didn't want brexit to happen and so at least on the night at that, you know, anyone that was excited by it tuned into the BBC to see the coverage of Britain finally leaving the EU, and anyone that didn't what? tuned into Channel 4 <laughs> to watch my beer oh.
0: oh, that is brilliant. That is
1: brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. It was a joke that went too far, but sometimes they're the funniest.
0: hundred percent. I would know, because the last time I chatted to you, it was my first time meeting you face to face at Easy Comedy, and it's been running every week to provide people entertainment during lockdown, and the first thing that struck me was how nice you are, and then and I logged onto your website and it's in all the testimonials that you're known, well known as one of the nicest comedians around and I wanted to ask you, how does that feel and do you ever just do nasty things to get it out of your system?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I have got a reputation for being nice. I mean, I think just because I mean it's a dream job being a stand-up comic there's not too much to be grumpy about I don't think but what ends up happening is whenever I get asked to do some sort of acting role people always think it's really funny to ask me to be the mean guy to play against (laughs) Uh, I've only done about two or three acting roles but every time I do I'm I'm the worst
0: human imaginable also done really well pivoting and being able to do the Zoom gigs have you embraced the online now? Yeah they've been really interesting like
1: as you well know you know we, we, we've set up these gigs easy comedy every Thursday night um, they're on Zoom but it started out with a paying audience of 16 people and I think that's why I've really the whole Zoom comedy thing because I need instant feedback from a all- live mm. comedian and I I I don't work very well performing for nothing. So I've steered away from a lot of the Zoom gigs, but these ones, because there were at least 16 people in the room, and any comic that's played a comedy festival has played 16 people, (laughs) um, I said yes to them. And they're really, really, I mean, now we've gone back into lockdown in Melbourne. The only people in the room are the rest of the crew and the comedians, but even they're providing at least some laughter. So, and what I'm enjoying about it, though, is that, I can be on stage in Melbourne in front of 16 people, but because there's about 500 watching on Zoom from various places in the world, I can ask them for suggestions. Like last week it was the slogan for wearing a mask. And then you'd get all these suggestions coming in from people around the world that we could then build on and go, okay, well, if this was a song, what should it be? And then who should sing it? And so I'm kind of interacting with an audience but they're not in the room. It's like people in Indiana and people in Birmingham and, and, you know, people in South Australia. I'm kind of enjoying discovering how to work to a live audience around the world all at once yeah and it really
0: works and you've had a little challenge like that every show and it's gone off so if people want to tune in they can go and check out the lineup this thursday it's amazing celia picola lloyd langford alex ward jordan Barr, irvi majumda they're all a good mix of up and coming plus established comedians seven o'clock on zoom via the internet check it out at comedy.com.au oh, thanks for chatting to us adam oh adam we
1: do need to say um happy birthday for the start of the month too mate <laughs> yeah thank you it was a, my birthday celebrations because it was my 50th they got smaller and smaller as the year went on it was going to be, you know, let, let's have a big party in London. And then it became, okay, we're in Australia. We'll have a walk. Let's go up to Sydney because that's where I grew up. And I'll see all my mates and my mum. And then it was, oh, okay, we can't be the state. Let's go down the Great Ocean Road. What? They don't want Melbournians there. Okay, let's just stay at home. Now it's Aww, being
0: reduced to you and your carport. <laughs> no, that's the studio now. You can't have it in there either. <laughs> hey, uh, thank, thank you so much. Lovely to talk to you. And um, we look forward to catching up face-to-face when we actually can do that. in this great country of ours. All the best. All right,
1: cheers, guys. Look forward to it. Thanks, mate.
0: This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.